Should a resume only be one page long in today's tech industry? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website, techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. Chat here. Uh, Let me just scroll down. Am I a one-page resume supremacist? Nope, my own resume is two pages. Um, I think at... At a certain point, you're allowed to have a second page. I would say typically, so let's let's go chat about that real quick. So on a resume, again, I wanna see the most relevant stuff first. So there's an old newspaper term called above the fold that basically when they take a newspaper and they fold it in half and put it in the, in the you know, newspaper stand, the most relevant stuff is on the top half of that page. So my hope, if I zoom out on this page for a sec, my hope is that the first half of this page contains the most relevant stuff I need to know about you. The second half of the page is not as important. And the second page onward is like even less important. Because like if I print two pages and I only walk away with page one from the printer because I'm only expecting a one page resume, then I've got everything that I need to know that's most relevant about you on that job. Um, But again, you need to catch my attention in the first half of that page because as I'm skimming through this, I need to see in a hurry, are you relevant to this job? What skills do you have that are relevant to that job? If I don't see that, I'm going to pass on your resume. When I'm looking at resumes, I'm looking for a reason to say no. When I'm interviewing you, I'm looking for a reason to say yes. Interviewing sucks. We hate interviewing too. We want that interview process to be over. It's expensive. But when I'm screening resumes, I'm looking for a reason to say no. I don't want to call this person. So if you've got wall-to-wall text, top-to-bottom text, I've seen tons of those in my career. If this thing is just margin to margin giant block of text i'm going to pass on your resume i'm not going to spend the time to read it because it's going to be a lot harder to find those keywords to figure out whether you're relevant for my job at the same time if it's really sparse and you've barely got any content on there yeah it's going to be really fast to read but unless you're really catching my attention with how you're relevant for the position that you've applied to i'm also going to pass on your resume so there's a happy medium in there somewhere Um, but i need to figure out in a hurry as i'm scanning through like, what do you know? How have you practiced it? Where did you learn it? Kind of kind of thing. So if you're fresh out of school, I'd like to see things in this order. Not everybody will. This is just my take on it. Opinions are like armpits. Everybody's got a couple. Some of them stink. You don't have to listen to my opinion here, but I appreciate you coming by. But I like to see skills and then projects and then education. Some people like putting education at the very top because they're at a very prestigious school like MIT or Georgia Tech or Stanford or something like that. In that case, yeah, there are companies out there who will literally interview you and practically throw a job offer at you in that first interview because you go to Stanford for a computer science degree. That's the reality of it. There are companies out there like, oh, Stanford CS degree. All right, here's your job offer. Because they trust the curriculum. They trust that if you've gotten through that program that you know what you're doing because they're harder programs, they're more prestigious and and so on. Me, I don't give a rip really where you went to school. I wanna know what do you claim to know? How have you practiced it? Because I'm gonna make you demonstrate it in the interview process anyway. So really it doesn't matter to me where you went to school, but for some companies it will. Um, So that's why I like to see things in that order. 
once you have technical experience, that's going to happen on the resume before your projects. You'll list out those jobs here. And then if you have non-technical experience, that's also relevant to me and my company. You'll put that later. So what I tell people often is uh, I, I learned a riddle when I was a kid that said, how do you make a sculpture of an elephant? You start with a giant block of stone. You chip away everything that doesn't look like an elephant. So how do you look like a good candidate for a job? You put everything on one gigantic resume. Every project, every job you've ever had, lots of bullet points on all the things. Put everything on here. Every programming language you've ever used, every library, every technology you've ever used, it's going to be way more than a page. It'll be way more than two pages for some of you. I've been doing this for 26 years. I could probably pull out like a four-page resume with absolutely everything I've ever done. I'm not going to submit a monstrosity like that to any job. But what I'm going to do is when I go apply for a job, I'm going to make a copy of it. I'm going to trim away everything that's not relevant to that company in that role. I'm going to bring it back down to one page, maybe two pages. So how do you look like the best candidate for a job? You start with a big resume and chip away everything that doesn't look like the best candidate for the job. If I'm looking for a Python developer, I'm not going to leave it here in the middle of the list. As a human, when I'm scanning down things like this and I'm reading bullet points, I'm only picking up the first five or six words of that bullet point if I'm skimming it. If I'm literally taking the time to read every word on there, it's a little bit different. But if I'm skimming the resume, I'm only picking up the first five or six words anyway. So if I'm looking for somebody that knows React, I don't want to see it down here at the end of the list. If I'm looking for a React developer, if that's part of the job, don't even throw a bold tag on there. Put that thing at the beginning of the list so you look like a React developer who happens to know Ruby and Python. You want to look like a React developer. So you're going to reorganize your skills block. You're going to reorganize your projects to what's most relevant to me and my company because that's going to make you stand out. I need to see that relevance in a hurry. I'm going to look at that and go, yeah, okay, that's a maybe. And then I'm going to go back over and go, oh yeah, this is exactly what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a React developer. We also have some Python on the back end. So yeah, this looks like a good fit. I'm going to get them on the call. Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.